We love, love hip hop. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's get it popping. We love, we, we love hip hop. We we love we 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 love hip hop. It's about to go down. Espresso. Nero. Special episode. Look at me now, I'm the champ. I get all my money in advance. Look at me now, I'm that one in your class that you said. They say you're in the zone when you're in the studio when you did this one. See you hear that, eh? Look at me now. Look at me now. Yeah. Yeah. Take a look at me now. Look at me now. Yeah. Look at me now, I'm in the boat. Uh-huh. My homies dressed in expensive suits. Look at me now, I'm Jeez. no woman in the boat. Eating sushi <laughs> with a bad bitch, then I'm in the coat. Let's go. Look at me now. Yeah. Uh, take a look at me now. Yeah. yeah. Uh. It's about to go down, man. Yeah. We are back. It's your boy Friday Ricky Dread here with another interview. Um, big salute to our sponsors, Astro Pink. If you know, you know. Check them out on their website, myastropink.com or on their Instagram, Astro underscore pink. I'm really happy to be doing this one here today. Um, I interview a lot of rappers, right? Right. And I was playing a rap song here before. Yeah. However, you don't just do the rapping thing. You know right. what I'm saying? You're a man of many hats, as they say. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So, with no further ado, we have Francesco. You got it, man. Okay, Antonio, aka Espresso, in what's the motherfucking up? building. What's up? What's up? Thank yeah. you for having me. So, where are we looking over here? We got a couple cameras. No, we got your camera. This is your this, main this camera is, here. This is, hi, how are you doing over here? You know what How's I'm saying? it going? And this is just if they want. That's, that's just some backup. You know, they some, see some some side views. Side view. Get your side profile. I got you know it. I flex when I'm this way, and I look. Okay. All right, we're good. How you doing? I'm good, man. So listen. I'm really, I've been watching some of your work yeah, and I'm really impressed with the, the, the stuff that you do on camera. And I want to re- be able to get a full conversation with you on all the different things that you do. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For sure. So right now, currently you're in a show called Vandits with uh, Jan Arden as like the main character in that, or she's like the, the Yeah, so I did a a movie. It's a movie called Vandits, Uh and it's with uh, Rob Wells, who's Ricky from Trailer Park Boys, and Jan Arden is in it, and Mm -hmm. um, Enrico calling Tony, Tony Napo, a bunch of beautiful people, uh, and we shot that in Winnipeg. That was in theaters in November. It's a Mm -hmm. Christmas movie. Okay, but don't watch it with the kids. A lot of cocaine. and uh, and now it's on Hollywood Suite on uh, Prime Video, so okay. you can watch it there. It's a funny movie. We had the premiere in Toronto at Scotia Bank Theater. What was it called? And when everyone was there, and uh, for me that that was my first movie that I starred in. Mm. You know, so it's always going to hold a special place in my heart. So check it out, camera yeah, bandits. Yeah. And even like one of the shows that like I was and we were even talking about before we started doing this that was wild to me oh yeah that you have like a, your character look crazy in that show yeah that show wayne wayne right yep tell me about even getting that part and how that you know started setting off your career yeah uh, I, <laughs> it's really a good story but I, I don't go too much into detail in my personal life but i was definitely struggling at the time and mm-hmm. i remember working a bunch of these restaurant jobs and running out the door to this uh, second shift at another restaurant mm-hmm. and my agent called me and she said uh there's this pilot 
It's called Wayne. It's yeah. the guys from Deadpool. And they want you to audition, but you got to do it now. They, they were going to already cast. They can't find the guy. It's a specific character. And then, you know, they, but they need you to send it in now. Yeah. And I was like, I got this job. And I, and she goes, well, you know, how bad do you want it? Shout out my agent, Janet Abrams. She goes, how bad do you want it? So I stopped and I uh, just took off the shirt I had. I had an undershirt and I, I was looking at the thing and, they didn't end up putting this in the show, but the audition, the scene was that I was watching these two dogs have intercourse. It was mm-hmm. my two dogs and one of my favorite pastimes uh, was to watch them have intercourse. So I was watching them <laughs> fuck each other, basically. Yeah. I don't know, can you say it? It is what it is. So, and I grabbed this toothpick and I did this thing and it happened. I, I, I remember I was holding the camera uh, off a chandelier, trying to film it. it. Just, I was like, fuck, I was such a piece of shit. They're never going to call me. You know? yeah. There's no way. And then all of a sudden, they loved it. They, they want to see you in person. You got to go get down there tomorrow. And so I went down there and they had all the people in there. And uh, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to just really make, the, this was my first big audition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was supposed to be one episode, but I already knew I was going to juice them for more. But anyways, they, so I went in there and I did the whole thing in character. Okay. You walked into the building in character? I walked into the... Uh, it was Toronto. It was uh, 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 December, I want to say. It mm-hmm. was cold. I walked in with the undershirt, cut off undershirt. I walked in there with the toothpick. <laughs> the whole fucking time, I was just Reggie, this character Reggie. Mm-hmm. And I know when I walked in, they thought I was absolutely nuts because the character is fucking nuts. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So I did the whole thing in character and I just... You know, and so the audition was done and I said, hey, by the way, I'm not an asshole. I'm just a great actor. I'll see you. Yeah. And I took off. And right away she called me back and she said, you did it, kid. You got the pilot. So I didn't know what it was going to be, but they did a season of it. And it did. It changed my career, that show, because Mm -hmm. I met all these great people from L.A. And it motivated me to, you know, uh, pursue it for real. I got my papers. I ended up moving out there. So Mm -hmm. and then that's what I'm doing now. So shout out Wayne. Shout out Sean Simmons, who created that and the Deadpool guys. Yeah. yeah, man. Watch it. It's on Amazon. Yeah, man. Great, great show, man. And even like some of the other stuff that you're in before we get into like some history, right? Yeah. Um, you got a, something, a show called Pretty Hard Cases. Oh, right? I just did a little guest star. Beautiful people. Pretty Hard Cases. Dude, before you get into that, because you got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. How many sets are you working on right now simultaneously? Right now, uh, I get this question a lot. What are you doing? They're, they're, we're working on a million things right now, but actual sets, it's not the time. Pilot season is coming up. Okay. So, so all of this time is building for those who are out there and they want to know, uh, the holidays, nobody's working, you're building, but mm-hmm. now come January, February, March, you're out there and that's when we're going to be working on new shows. Now we're working on stuff, our own stuff, our right. own shows, our own, whatever. But in terms of as an actor, people hire me, now's the time. So I will be back in LA January 8th. Mm-hmm. So, so listen, casting. The price is going up. Mm. Just call us. I'm, I love it. I work hard. Just give us a call. Yeah. And we'll be out there and we'll be, we'll be hustling. So, you know, hopefully the next time I come here, I'll let you know how many sets. Yeah. And you know, you know as they say, yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. even with um, pretty hard cases, tell me about that, that role right there. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, I just played a detective. You know, they're sweet people. They, the casting uh, forced casting they 
and they're in Toronto. Everybody knows them if you're if you're in the business, and mm-hmm. they just always call me, and they're always trying to get me work. I love them. So they called me. It was a little guest star thing. I had just come back um, to Toronto mm-hmm. uh, from Los Angeles. I was here for the premiere of my movie, and they said they got this thing. You want to read for it? And I did it. So yeah. I did the one episode. It, the The show's great. The cast is amazing, and uh, I loved everybody there. And I'd like to be back, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Let's go back a little bit, right? Yeah. You did you grow up in Vaughan? I grew up in Vaughan, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so what part of Vaughan? I, I need I need a little bit more because I Woodbridge. I'm really trying to do some di- some digging. Woodbridge, Woodbridge, Woodbridge. Yeah. We grew up in Woodbridge, Marty and Seven area. Yeah, with all the Italians. I, I I lived a little bit everywhere. I had spent some time in Toronto too, but I grew up in Woodbridge. That's where I'm from okay. originally. Um, and spent most of my time. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, what kind of kid were you in high school? Were you one of the popular kids, <laughs> shy kid? You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I definitely wasn't shy. Uh, popular for the wrong reasons. I wasn't too good in school, mm. and that's kind of how the acting came to be because I never went. You know, I wasn't really going to class. I was focused on getting in trouble. You know, it's just it was. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no matter what what happened. Uh, no matter what happened, no matter how other people wanted to treat me because of the shit that I was going through, you know, with, with charges and shit, the drama teacher was like such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He never treated me like a loser. I'm stumbling because I don't want to get into details. I don't like to do a lot of that. But the point was that when I was there, I wasn't there for school. Yeah. I was there to work. I was doing whatever. And the guy was like, hey, man, you know, just come to my class. Don't worry about the other classes. You don't like school. Just come to drama. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in drama, because he was not treating me like a loser, I wanted to work hard in his class out of respect. Right, right. Right? Because he's, you know, he's showing me respect. I said, you know, I'm going to come to your class. I'll be on time. Mm-hmm. I, won't co- I won't cause too much trouble. I'll do the work. And then I started to like it. Yeah. You know, because it was like, it gave me an outlet. I had so much stuff going on in my life. That's why I was acting a certain way. But now I had this outlet to be other characters and experience these emotions, blah, 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 blah. So... I kept going to his class, grade yeah. nine and grade 10 and grade 11. And grade, I kept going to this guy's class. And by the end of it, I didn't know what the hell I was going to do in my life. And he said, you know, I, I want to talk to you. I think you, you, you have something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think you have a talent and I think you have to pursue it. And I think it could change your life and I'm going to help you. So he helped me uh, uh, calm down a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. And he helped me audition for these acting programs in Toronto at these universities, which I never thought, you know. And he just helped me uh, find a purpose in life. Yeah. And so then that's what I did. And I went to school and I, I trained really to be an actor. And uh, and then I was performing in um, uh, at Soul Pepper. There's a thing called uh, something Ontario, Theater Ontario. Okay. And all the all the actors, they go there and they they friggin' perform and dance and sing and beg for agents and the agents that come and they uh, sign you if they like you. It's like mm-hmm. scouting, right? They yeah. come and they scout. And I just got into a fight at the bar the night before. I got mangled. My hands were like this. My face was like this. Right before you were starting to, to, to for the first time. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, it was bad. It was bad, and and my teachers were so upset. But I went to the thing and mm-hmm. I did it. I was like, nobody's going to sign me. I look like a fucking idiot. Uh, I was doing Shakespeare. All bruised up. I just, I still did it, which was crazy. Yeah. And this one agent, Janet Abrams, who I've been with forever. I don't know. She called me and she goes, yeah, I'm a little scared of you, but I'd like you to come in 
and I'd like you to to come and meet with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and her and I have been at this forever. So that's what happened. I went to high school. I grew up in Woodbridge. Is this for me? Is this for me? Yeah, that's for you. You guys tell me to drink some water? No, no. Oh, I'm just making sure that you got water. I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm making sure. Uh, I'm making okay. sure. I'm making sure. No, no, no. I'm good, good. It's just, that. that's it. I grew up in Woodbridge. I went to high school. I didn't have a good time. But you see, just from that one teacher, shout out Dave Farrell. That's his name, Salute Dave Farrell. Salute to Dave Farrell, yo. That one teacher in that high school, in that time, created this whole story and led me to now my agent, who led me to so many other opportunities, to Wayne, to Vandits. I ended up in, and you know, like, it's just, it's crazy how the universe works, man. You know, you, you think one day you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. And then the next day you're given a chance to work at making it. Yeah. You know, what do you think that your teacher saw in you? He just knew that I wasn't trying to be an asshole or trying to do what I was doing. That's where I was. That's what it was. And mm-hmm. just, that's what I was going through. You know, I wasn't there just trying to do what I was doing. That's just what was happening. Yeah. Read between the lines. And so he was the one guy that wasn't like, fuck this kid. You know, he's a loser. You're the one who believed in, in you. Yeah. He was like, you know, he needs somebody. Mm-hmm. Let's let, let me be the guy to say, Hey man, just come to my class. Just come hang out and, and stop with the trouble and stop hanging out over there and doing that. You know? Yeah. That's it. <coughs> so when did the music start to come in, come into play? <laughs> the music was like, uh, it, w- it was honestly a hobby, just being around the people I was around, you're freestyling, and I just loved it, and I fell in love with it. I remember I got my first Biggie Small. Somebody gave me a Biggie Small CD, mm-hmm. Ready to Die, and I just never <laughs> got into so much trouble playing that CD. Just, uh, you know. So it's nostalgic for me. Anyways, I got into it. I loved it. I fell in love with the culture. I fell in love with freestyling. And then when I started acting and getting out there, originally it was just about creating content Mm -hmm. because I started to understand that this is a business, you know? So, um, I, I had to pay a lot of stuff off and deal with a lot of stuff. So I was like, I got to make money off this. How do I do that? How are these guys doing that? They look so famous. Oh, they got to create content. So I was literally creating these like production companies and films and started doing music videos and film festivals just to build up a resume Mm -hmm. because it's what I had. It's what I had. That's all I had. Either I was going to go do construction and and do whatever, or I was going to do music and, and acting because that's what I was doing. So I turned it into this business. Yeah. Um, and it was cool. And, and then all of a sudden, again, the universe through someone here, through something there, through something that, you know, now I'm in a studio. I'm at Four Sound uh, beside Rustic. Shout out Four Sound. Mm-hmm. And I'm with William De Niro, and Frank, and Snow. Yeah. And yeah. Snow is, is, is like a legend. Super uh, legend. <laughs> you know, Toronto legend. I, I won't even tell you our history and our connections because it doesn't matter. But we had, we just said, it was this thing. You know, he was just there uh, watching me. I'm freestyling. I'm drinking 20 espressos. I'm fucking. <laughs> So same thing. I didn't know what they were going to think about me, you know, but then kept calling me back, kept calling me back. And we started forming this, this relationship. And Mm -hmm. I just seen like, he just definitely was not what you would expect an artist to be. Cause he's just, he's a a real guy cares about his camp hit the team. He's great. So I started like, Really thinking, oh, maybe this music can be not even because he always would say it's not about the money. Don't mm-hmm. do it for the money. Because I was like, I got to do this and make this. This. He's like, it's not about the money. It's about the fun. Mm-hmm. 
So then it, it, it just, there was a shift for me. So I stopped just trying to create content. I felt now I did that. Now I got in rooms. Now I was whatever. And then I entered this, this phase with snow and the DKO guys called development. Okay. And now I started developing this art form and figuring out how to go in the studio and how to record and, you know, how to act not on, on camera, but in life and mm -hmm. being there. And, and because I was all over the place still. So we have a rule. So this is my second espresso. Okay. But we're, I'm not allowed to have 20 anymore. So no counts now. Cause you know, I'm fucking, <laughs> just like, that's not going to it. Cause I told you the insurance companies are watching, but you know, they were, they were literally helping me become a better person. Mm hmm. They were literally helping me figure out how to actually do music, not just be just fucking, not just fucking around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning about distribution. Mm -hmm. I'm learning about contracts. I'm learning, you know, so, so that's how the music started was from just being in that studio and freestyling and being in the same room. Mm -hmm. And now we're doing so many things and I'm grateful. So did you have the name Espresso at that point? I didn't have the name Espresso. I was drinking a lot of Espresso. Yeah. I did a song called Espresso that they were playing on, on, uh, what, what did they used to have? The hip hop, uh, flow on the flow on flow. They were playing it on flow. And I did that song. I was in a studio with this guy and I was saying that was when I was creating content yeah. and I was saying I could fucking do any song, you know, look at all the songs that are popping right now. At that time, Migos was, was, you know, really, they were hot. And yeah. You know, I was drinking an espresso because that's what I was doing. I was just drinking a lot of espresso. And the guy had this beat. And I was like, uh, I could do a song about anything. I could do a song about espresso. So I just started freestyling and I did that song, Espresso. Mm -hmm. We put it out as content and did good, you know, locally, right? Did its little thing and and, and whatnot. But I was never calling myself Espresso. Yeah. <laughs> when I started going around the guys, the DKO guys and being in the studio. And I was literally going around everywhere with my espresso machine. They would take mm -hmm. me to meet Daddy Yankee in Montreal and I was just carrying my espresso <laughs> machine. It's not good. I'm not fucking bragging about it. Okay, we got it. We, it's a thing. We got our own espresso too we'll talk about. But yeah. at the end of the day, it is what it is. So they started calling me espresso. Okay. And that's what I mean about development. It's like, that's the cool thing. I didn't have to come into this and just tell people, you know, I'm this and I'm this and I'm this and I call me espresso and call yeah. me whatever. You know, it was like my family gave me that name. It came that, organically. Yeah. Yeah. And so it became a thing. You know, because it's true. There's an espresso. Espresso is different than Francesco. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So, okay. Before I even move on. Yeah. Right? Give me the difference between espresso and Francesco. Well, espresso's 20 espresso's deep. <laughs> it's probably going to get in trouble. I'll be in a timeout. Mm -hmm. I'm yelling and causing problems. And it's not, it's not about being an asshole. It's just about uh, having no filter. Cause sometimes mm. we have to have no filter. Okay. Sometimes we have to just be ourselves. Sometimes we, we have to literally just say, this is, this is who I am, what I am, what I'm feeling. That's espresso. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But Francesco understands that, they, you know, somebody signed in the check. So when they're watching, you know what I mean? All smiles <laughs> looking great. All right. Celery juice. You got it. Mm -hmm. You know. And, you know, um, you mentioned the legend Snow, you know, who, who's in attendance here with us, uh, you know, off <laughs> yeah. camera. But it's, you know, we'll, we'll get to. Uh, We're going to do something, all of us. For yeah, sure. yeah, definitely. But like you guys came together, like you, I mean, you, you're talking about the DKO music group and stuff like that, right? Yeah. How did that meeting come together? 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was just meeting. He was already doing this. He wanted to create this label alongside with Frank and Will because, you know, here's the thing. I like this idea that we're having fun. We have so many artists. We mm-hmm. can do any genre. We're doing music and film. We're doing pod. He's got on podcasts. Like we're just doing anything that's fun. So this, this is what his idea was. I'm not going to speak for him, but was to create this label. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a, a family of people who just want to have fun and create. Yeah. And so now being in that situation, you know, I had to earn my stripes. I had to be there. I had to listen and, and pay attention and not drink so much espresso. And I had to work. Mm-hmm. And so now, um, now I'm grateful that I get to be a part of that family, yeah. you know, that they made me a part of that family. So now I got music coming out They're They're guiding me. And mm-hmm. I, I got opportunities because th- this guy's opening doors, you know, and he doesn't have to do that. Like, I don't think he gets enough, I don't think he gets his flowers in, in Toronto because it is what it is. But when all this stuff that's coming up now, it happens. Yeah. I just want people to know that it wouldn't have happened if this guy didn't open these doors. Yeah, man. Selflessly just to help and create and be a part of something big. So DKO Music Group, it's more than a music group. Mm-hmm. Fine, but there's a lot of stuff coming out, and uh, I'm yeah, I'm happy to be a part of that for sure. No, man, salute to DKO and salute to Snow, man. Yeah, thousand percent. Yeah, man. So, like, even like sister, stay on that. Give me a little bit of game as with Snow as a legend in the game, who's had a lot of experience in the music industry. What about some game that he's, you know, besides having fun, right? That's a very valuable um, piece of jewelry right there, right? But some other, you know, game that he might have given you that you've been able to take with you through the music industry or even just through the acting industry. You know, for real, he, he's actually taught me a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. OK, um, so <laughs> he's all about having fun. But then we'll be at a mansion at a pool in Florida and he's negotiating contracts. Mm. So he's still teaching. He's about the business. He's reading everything. He's learning everything. He knows everything. Nobody's going to take us and, and take advantage of us because yeah. that, that's another thing that he's been teaching me and showing me. He's like, you got to know what, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we were having fun, but when people are coming, you got to figure it out. It, it, it's because you know how this industry is. Somebody goes in there with hopes and dreams and you're with the wrong people and you sign, sign the wrong paper and that's it. It's over. Yeah. So on a technical side, yeah, I can give you all kinds of stories. When he's here, he'll tell you all his stories. He's got a lot he, and there's lessons in them. But even just on the technical side, like read your shit, mm-hmm. be about your fun, but be about your business. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because, you know, industry rule number 4080, record company people can be shaken, bro. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Um, what, what do you prefer, though? What, what do you get the most fulfillment out of making music or, you know, finishing like a movie or, or finishing a role on a TV show? Um, I like both. I just think that I'm spoiled that I don't have to just always be focused on making movies or making TV. I'm doing music. I'm doing this. We're doing that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I got ADD or you know, what caffeine fucking overloaded I just, I like to always be doing and creating because that is, that's what has become my new drug. And there is, there's so, so much gratification in doing a really good job, um, on a TV show, Mm -hmm. like on a Wayne, like you, you do the work, you transform, you become a character. 
I'm in I'm in Toronto, I'm in LA or I'm in Florida. And even if it's one person that comes and they recognize me and say, man, Reggie, you know what I mean? That's gratifying. But it's also really gratifying to have a moment in the studio. Like you played that song. Look at me now. Mm -hmm. Shout out William Darrell. We did that song together and he made the beat. We did it, did it together. But again, it, it was a moment. It was real. I was in it. And so how gratifying is that to see that moment? That's not for business. It's yeah. a moment turn into a video. We shot that at Holy Cross, my old high school. Mm-hmm. We shut down those school, shot it into the school. They could have, the principals were like, you fucking, anyway. So, they couldn't probably believe it. They couldn't believe either, it. They're right? like, you again? The fuck <laughs> you? But now I got to Look at me now. Look at me now. <laughs> like, me now right? yeah. uh, uh, but how gratifying is that? You have a moment in the studio and now it's a fucking song. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The same with Together, the song that we did with the whole DKO crew. How gratifying is that? You see, you know. And then to have people recognize it. So I like both. I'm spoiled. It is what it is, but I work hard for it. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you talk about espresso. Yeah. And, and being once upon a time, a man that drinks 20 espressos, right? Yeah. Do you think that you have an addictive personality? Uh, I, uh, now, now I'm getting Dr. Phil on you. you know what I'm saying? Hey bro. The answer is really simple. It's mm. just, you're always on pins and needles. It is yeah, what it is, man. Yeah, yeah, Look, yeah. I, I did a lot of stuff. Um, I did a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm a young guy, but I did a lot of stuff young. And so, you know, sometimes we play doctor mm-hmm. with ourselves and we try to find what works. I'm all about really trying to be healthy because, uh, you know, at this point with all these opportunities and with, with what I got going on now, there's a reason to live, you know, it's not about yeah. living fast and dying young anymore. So I'm trying, I'm getting there, you know, we're put, we're changing and shifting. And like I said, celery juice. So, yeah, no, fam, like, Listen, as somebody who in the past I've dealt with my share of, of you know, vices and different yeah. things that I've dealt with, you know what I'm saying? So it's always a continuous process to always just improve ourselves. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's and, right. And you're definitely doing a good job at that right now. Man. Appreciate you, brother. Um, even as as we're getting closer to the end of our conversation here, right? You in a short space of time as a young man, you've been able to experience a lot of different things. A lot of different things. Right. Now, what would a what would Francisco now tell to a young man back in the days before you got to getting into everything that you're into now? Uh, I would tell myself um, back in the day just to be calm because you know, every moment back then in my life was like really big. Mm-hmm. Something would happen. It was about to change my life. Something would happen. I was about to go. And I just think that if I was a little bit more calm, you know, I would have maybe not have to uh, I deal with, with so much. Maybe I would have made less impulsive decisions and caused mm. less trouble because uh, now I know what it is. You know, stay humble, stay grounded and work hard and things will happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. no, nah, man, that's jewelry right there, man. Um, do you have any advice for like people who are trying to get into the game, whether it's acting, you know, let's, let's do it with the acting okay. because I, I interview enough guys who rap and, and make music and yeah. do all types of things. But totally. with, with you being in that game where, you know, you're, you're on movie sets, you're, you're going to auditions and stuff like that. Yeah. What's one piece of advice that you can give for like a young actor getting in, getting in the game? Yeah, for sure. Um, I get this question a lot. People want to know how they can become actors. Yeah. Here it is in a nutshell. 
So if you want to be an actor, um, you need to train. Mm -hmm. So you need to find out what that, it, that, that means. There's a lot of amazing schools. Louis Bowmander's got a school. Look them up. Uh, Pro Actors Lab. I don't know where they're at now. They've been around forever there. They got a school. Uh, Armstrong's got a school. There's schools. There's acting schools in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And you need to go train because it doesn't matter how chiseled your jaw is and whatever. The, I don't care. You, you can look the way you want to look, but you got to be able to go, A, learn how to act because they're, they're, there's a, a technical aspect and there's a, there's a, there's a whole history behind acting. Yeah. If you want to be a good actor, you got to go and, and train and learn that. And then you got to create your content. You need headshots. So are you going to ask your friend who, you know, who's got their mom's Canon Rebel from the shopping channel to do the, no, you got to go to the David Lays. You got to go to the top guys and you mm. got to get the top headshots. Okay. And, and then you got to create, uh, the demo reel you got to get from your acting school. Hopefully you're smart and you take a class that they film. Okay. They film your stuff and they give it to you and you take those scenes and you put it together. So now you got your, your big headshots. You got your, uh, uh, demo reel. You got reputable people on top of, uh, um, your resume saying that you've trained with them. And, uh, and then you take all that and you go to the actual website. Are you guys listening, actors? So you got the headshots, the training, the demo. You go to the actual website. They got a list of agents, real agents, okay? Mm -hmm. Not the guy on the street and he's saying, I'm going to sign you. And if you take pictures of your feet, uh, I'm saying agents. These guys work <laughs> in the business. There's a list. They got all their emails right there. And you go through all of the emails and you sit there, okay? And you email all of them. And you say, I'm training. I love this. I want to do this. I shot with the top guy. I trained at the school. And I need somebody to take a chance on me. And hopefully out of the hundreds you send, one person signs you. Now there's going to be a whole journey after that, but start with that because you can't work in the business without an agent unless you want to do Facebook uh, uh, shoots at somebody's house. Like, no, you want to take it seriously. You got to do it properly. You got to get an agent. And you got to do all of that stuff before somebody will even look at you. I'm going to say one last thing about it, okay? Because I hear this. Okay? No, yes, please, so, fam. So, I need the people uh, to get uh, this jewelry, uh, uh, bro. I want them to know this, okay? Because then they come to me and they say, well, look, man, I want to do all that, but I don't got the money. Mm. Gotcha. Go get some. Go get some money. Figure it out, okay? Because I'm tired of hearing people saying they don't have this, they don't have that. I've been there. I promise you, judge me, look at me. You don't know. I don't it, it, go get some. I went to get some. I got the money. I created the content. I got the agent. I worked my ass off. That's how you go and do it. Mm. Go and do it. Espresso. Espresso, yo. Yeah, man. I, I think we could sum it up right there, man. Like, Love it. You know, the jewelry store is wide open. You know yep. what I'm saying? There's just all kind of diamonds just flying out right now That's just for it. the people. I'm really happy that we're able to have this conversation, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel that the people are going to be able to get a, a concise picture yeah. of Fran uh, Francesco Antonio as well as as Espresso. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's it. And, and as they go through the movies and listen to your music, they can tap back into this interview and be like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is why I like that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. I appreciate you having me. I told you I've been watching you guys from day one. Uh, and I think it's oh, great. Thank you. It's great that you're highlighting talent in the city and you're telling people stories because uh, we need to be more connected. We're not connected. We've lost that completely. Artists are not connected. Everybody's competing. Everybody's out for each other. So the fact that you have this one platform where everybody can come and talk and say, oh, that's that guy. 
you know, you're creating community and you're encouraging it. So good for you, man. No, thank you, brother. Um, let the people know where they can find you, not just on your social media, but anywhere where they want to, to find your content and stuff. Yeah, like I'll be at the corner of Marty and Seven at the Espresso <laughs> Bar. Uh, I like it. Short, no sugar. Short, no sugar. If you get with sugar, we don't talk no more. We ain't but friends no more. You can... Um, you said it instead of social media? No, just social media too. Yeah. But anywhere else also that you want people to find you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. websites, all that good shit. Man. Yeah, you can, If look, man, I don't want to be that guy. But if you Google Francesco Antonio, website, social media, it's all on there. And I want you guys to follow because look, uh, I'm I'm trying to do this so that I could be the one that does it, that comes back mm-hmm. and says, hey, now what can I do for you guys? I made it out here. I did it, this thing and I want to do it for a good cause. So follow me, not because I want to be cool and famous, but because I'm going to do this shit. And when I do it the way I, I, I know I'm going to do it, I am going to come back and I'm going to bless all the other people that didn't have um, those opportunities. All right. I got you. I got you back. So I hope you have mine. Yeah. Francesco Antonio, Google it. Okay, Thanks. Okay. Yeah, man. Another one in the vault. Um, big salute to the sponsors once again. Astro yeah. Pink. If you know, you know. Astro Pink. Yeah. I man. thought it was Astro Pink. No, 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 no. Astro okay. Pink. You Astro know Pink. I got it. The, the alien behind the you alien. Is, is keeping me over there in space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hit them up on their website, myastropink.com or on their Instagram, Astro underscore Pink. I'm going to take us out here with a tune mm. called Help. By the boy Francesco Antonio, aka Espresso. I'm gonna get another shot of that espresso too. We love hip hop.